This is Audible. Hello, welcome to number five, season two of the Ricky Gervais Show, with me, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, hello, and Carl Pilkington. All right. Coming up, Carl's going to teach us all about Sigmund Freud. No, we're not, we're not doing that. Well, no, yes, we, we are, are, because last yeah. week we promised people that you'd research yeah. Sigmund Freud. Yeah, but I, I had a look, but uh, I didn't find him that interesting, so... Well, that's not... But this is this is what irrelevant. I mean, this is what we were talking about. You, you say you wish you could go back and learn stuff in school because you didn't. You want knowledge. You always say about you want to learn yeah, something Yeah, I want to learn something interesting every day. Yeah, but you've got that... <sighs> I gave him... I had a look at the website. It, it just oh, oh, SigmundFroyd.com. Yeah, he started that, I just had he? a look. I just did a search on, like, famous quotes from... Quotes, brilliant. That'll get you everything you need, a quote. That's well, I, don't, I don't need to know his history. That sums I up just... a man's life work, a quote. No, but that's what you remembered for, isn't it? Churchill will go on the beaches and all that. <laughs> uh, Sigmund didn't really have any, any sort of... Catchphrases is what yeah, you mean. Yeah, that's, yeah, things that you hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sound bites. Yeah. He, he wasn't good with the press. <laughs> brilliant. So you won't well, bother to learn about it. Well, you didn't even pick up a book. I wouldn't know where to start. Do you feel like you're thinking in your head? Sometimes, like then I was, but I don't know if I am because it's got a mind of its own, hasn't it? <laughs> Did look at some of the things that he'd said, and the one. Do it now. Do it now. Why? What have you learned about Freud? Okay, here we go. This is Carl educates Ricky and Steve. Number one, Sigmund Freud. Carl, tell us what you learned about Sigmund Freud. Right. All I remember <sighs> was that he said a baby. You look at a little baby having some milk from its mum's breast, right? It looks well happy. Uh, it has enough. It's full up. Uh, it goes to sleep. It's got a smile on its face, right? He said, <laughs> that's what happens when you're older as well. That's all I remember from all the things that he was saying on his thing. He just said it's weird how, like, it's, it's like... Now, to be fair, Rick, that is obviously in translation. Yeah, I know. From the original, so I don't want you No, I'm not having a go at Freud. Him, you know. I mean, Freud has been discredited on, on some issues, and we've moved on with experimental psychology and, and But and that's, that's the you. one that was interesting. I don't quite follow- so what do you take from that? Explain that to us in layman's terms. Um, I don't know, you- Well, that's pointless. Without application, knowledge is pointless. But it's not knowledge, is it? He's just saying drink milk all your life. It's good for you. Can't no, he's see not it. saying drink milk all your life. What <laughs> is this? Is this an advert he's doing he now? He also came up with go to work on an egg. Yeah. Oh, Christ almighty. But, but like I said, I wasn't that impressed by, uh, by his, by his work. So. Unbelievable. Carl is allowed to vote. <laughs> I know, He's yeah. allowed to cast a vote That's in it, this it. country. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. I wish I hadn't. I've only done it once and look what happened. I got called up for jury duty. <laughs> not doing it again. People do what they do anyway. It's, I think they only let us vote, so they, so we feel like we're having a say in what's going on. But really, it just carries on, doesn't it? I haven't seen a big change. But that's exactly why you vote. No, the best thing you can do is look after yourself. Get on with it. Brilliant. Okay, well, I, I hope that's a quote. I hope someone out there who's, uh, you know, maybe making a, a dictionary of quotes or an encyclopedia and they, they've finished with Freud, they've done Freud, they've done Pavlov, he hit a dog on the head with a stick. Next, Carl Pilkington. Carl Pilkington, what would, what do you say about the world? Just get on with it. Mm. 
Well, we're Brilliant. Not in, we're not in charge of it, is what I'm saying. That's nearly it? as good as let's go to the beach. Uh, Winston spoke, Churchill. I spoke to my dad about it, and he, he called up saying, oh, I'm sick oh, of Oh, well, we're gonna get some, some quality thinking here. Go on. <laughs> go on. No, he was saying, uh, about global warming and that. Yeah. He was saying he's sick of hearing about it. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's just the world and it. We're all getting old. And the world's getting old. That's, that's the end of it. Brilliant. What an, another amazing quote. Well, it is. What, what, what we're trying to do. This is what I'm saying about we don't like people to get old. We're always saying, oh, we can change that face. We can lift your chin up. We can put a wig on you. And Why are you saying, so annoyed about people wanting to live a little bit longer? Because enough's enough, is what I'm saying. The world, the world's the same. It's just getting old. And, <sighs> you know, it used to have more green on it, but now it's going to be bald. So it hasn't got as much green. It's got more soil. Treat the world like a head. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing quote. Treat the That's world so like you, a head. You've actually come up with one there. Um, I thought of another phrase you could, just, just sitting here talking to you. Flogging a dead horse. Yeah. What do you, what do you think that means? Flogging a dead horse. A number of people are still amazed by your complete lack of understanding some of these famous uh, sayings and phrases. So, so that's an easy one. Yeah, that's that's like uh, you know, get get a new get a new horse or um, mm. no, he hasn't got it. No one's going to buy it. No, it doesn't mean that sort of flogging. When you're hitting it. Yeah. Right. So what's the point in hitting it? So it's dead anyway. So don't bother hitting it. It's absolutely, not feeling it's pointless. It it's a way. It just means it just means it's a waste of time. Yeah, but it depends what that horse has done to you. No, it doesn't. No, it does. It's that thing, isn't it, of like, a, if a bear attacked you mm. and you managed to hit it on the head and it went down, you'd go and you'd be annoyed. You'd still have built up aggression. You'd give it an extra clout. I don't know who's compiling this book. Sometimes um, it's worth flogging a dead horse if he did something to you, if he annoyed you. Carl, I've got a couple of little facts for you. Just to try and in inflame your imagination. Go on. Sharks are immune to cancer. Are they? Yeah. So what? Wh how have they found that out? Well, I don't know, but. But I've I've never heard of any fish having cancer though. I haven't heard of a, a cod being ill. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we focusing on that one? Okay. Stroking a spider can cause its hair to fall out. What, because it's- it doesn't like it and it gets stressed out, or is it just that some people are rubbing too hard? No, I don't think it's they're rubbing too hard. I think it's something to do with- it, it, I mean, w what sort of maniac is stroking a spider anyway? My mum did it once. Really? Yeah, not, not to a spider. Right. It was, uh, just a little bee. She'd been out, um, sunny day and that. Uh, got the washing off the washing line. <laughs> she was bringing it in. Little bee sat on the top of, like, the bed sheet or whatever it was. Yeah. And, um, she's in the kitchen with it and she goes, look at that. Little bee there, she started sort of stroking its, stroking its head. And it loved it. <laughs> <laughs> How did it make it clear that it loved it? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't struggling. It was just sat there, like, because it must have been like a bit dozy, they get a bit dozy, don't they, in the, uh, in the heat and that. Yeah. And, uh, it just stayed there on the sheet and she'd sort of stroked its head for a bit. And she had to put it out, it didn't go out, it didn't try and escape. It was like, you've had enough now. 
<laughs> that was that was that. She sent it out. She loved all that. She loved little flies and stuff. And we had Harry the house fly. What? Harry the house fly. What do you mean? It's just a fly that always seems to knock about in one corner of the room. Right, it's the same fly, was it? Yeah, it was the same fly. How it? do you know it was the same fly? So whenever she saw a fly, she went, oh, it's back. Well, it's, we weren't letting him in. It's just that he stayed in. Carl, what makes you think it was a pet house fly as opposed to a different fly every day? Because it was always in the same place in the corner. But it could have been that something about that particular place that attracted flies rather than it was the same fly. Well, I'm never worried about it. It's not. It wasn't harming us. It's just. It just always hung about. But how do you know it was the same fly? How do you recognise it? We weren't worried about it. It, does, it doesn't matter, does it? If, if like we're thinking another fly is getting a bit of free rent or something, just, no, just let it let it stay. I don't understand what. But why? why no, no, well, no. I d right. Okay. You in a house, right? There's flies. Okay. Not flies. Fly. What? Why do you think it was the same fly for all those years? Just because we haven't got loads of other flies, at no point was there a crossover period where there's two and it's like, hang on a minute, he's trying it on here. <laughs> That's what I mean, it was always just one on its own. <laughs> we just thought, leave it, it's alright. I don't know why you, why are you suspicious? Why do you always think someone's out to do you? <laughs> no, I, fly. I don't know why you assumed when you see a fly every now and again that it's exactly the same fly. It just was. It's Harry. The one in our house was the same one. How do you know? Well, all right, I don't, but I'd, at no point did I feel suspicious. <laughs> Speaking of flies, though, and that, um, they've, they've got one, right? I was out with Ricky, right, and he was reading the paper. There was a story there about a fly that its eyesight was bad or something, and they'd made it a pair of glasses, and it had a picture of a house fly wearing... Okay, this is this is incredible, glasses. Steve. Can I, can I take over? Hang on, let me just, just need to finish a couple of questions for that. So, he's got... There's a small fly and they've made it a pair of glasses. Yeah. So that it can see better. Yeah. And your concern is what? Well, again, it's just that thing of, we're, we're looking after everything now, aren't Sorry, we? I've got to come in here, Steve. All right. I showed you, you the story. It. You saw it. It was a picture of a, a house fly, fly with a pair of glasses, glasses right? on. Yeah. Right? It was about a one-sentence thing. Mm. It was about how far technology's come. Yeah. And, and a group of scientists out. using, um, microscopy, right, and, uh, um, uh, laser tools had as an exhibition, shown that they could make a pair of glasses smaller to fit on a house. They put it on there and they're taking a picture of it and it's on uh, display. At no point was it actually, because the fly had bad eyesight, the fly was presumably dead, it was purely an art installation or a show of technology. I thought you were going to say, Rick, that you'd drawn the uh, glasses on there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he believed it like, there's a bearded lady in this paper. <laughs> no. <laughs> my, God, my God, Tony Blair looks like Adolf Hitler. No. <laughs> what, what do you think of that, though? But they did it as an experiment. Out. Yeah, but all things start as an experiment. But why would they make a pair of glasses but for a fly? How, how would they know he had short, a bad eyesight? How would they know it was the same fly? Bumping into stuff. I don't know. Bumping into stuff. But no. why would they bother making glasses for it? And they've got a compound eye. They'd have to make about a thousand pairs of glasses for a fly. It's just, it's just that thing, in it, of human nature is something's wrong with something, let's fix it. And they, and they try and help people out all the time, don't they? <laughs> When you, no. you know, we are, we're always doing it. We're always trying to help people out. Instead of just going, you've been dealt a duff card, cope with it. <laughs> we're always fiddling, always fiddle about. It's like that bit about, um, uh, what was it? Is th th you see, this is technology going mad and that. Um, they're doing operations on people, right? 
um, and instead of inject, sort of injecting you with, uh, stuff that knocks you out, they're gonna hypnotise you, and, uh, they, they operate on you when you're hypnotised, but you're still awake, so you're sat there awake, mm. you're aware of what's going on around you, mm. but you can't feel anything because someone's hypnotised you. Why are we messing about with that, when there's nothing wrong with the injection? Well, there are. I mean, it's not it's not healthy to constantly give someone very dangerous. Yeah, very but dangerous you just time. you just said it yourself there constantly. If, you, if, if they keep you coming in having operations on someone, don't be doing multiple operations. But sometimes you need to. Why? Because of whatever the complaint may be. Yeah, but but no, not multiple. Give them one or two max. After two, it's like enough's enough. We've operated on you. We fixed that. We fixed that. We're not fixing anymore because it's just going to be there's going to be something else wrong with you because you're getting old. Like the world, get on with it. That's that's what I'm saying. Stop sort of ploughing stuff into it. Like I've said before about a car. You know the gearbox is gone. All right, we'll replace it. Oh, exhaust. Well, all right, we'll put an exhaust on it. Oh, the oil filter. Forget it. <laughs> Came up with a good idea. We'll be um, the judge of that. Mm. Uh, well, I, I do it now. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sticking my neck out here. Um, but, yeah. uh, right. I think this isn't gonna be a good idea. Okay. Thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna second that motion. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we're, let's see if we're both right. See through skin. <laughs> <laughs> High five, Rick! <laughs> Well, I heard, uh, and you told me this, so I know it's true. What? Do you know when I talked about replacing blood with ink? Yeah. They, they can do it, not with ink. With coconut, uh, coconut, what was it? Well, one, it, it said, uh, um, coconut milk can be used, uh, as, as plasma. But yeah. I haven't had that verified, because it's off one of those websites where there are spurious facts. I've, I've seen facts like, uh, the Impala's fur is just nearly the same colour as grape juice. Which, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that, who's that aimed at. I don't know, you know. It, so, uh, well, what do you think of that, Steve? I mean, I've sort of well, touched on it. But I've just got to echo what Ricky said. I, I can't have an opinion unless it's been verified. But why, why aren't you just being open-minded enough to go, well, uh, No, 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 no. But that's, that's not, not being open-minded. Open-minded is, is, uh, being open to the facts that, you know, the possibility. Open-minded isn't uh, believing everything you hear. You don't believe everything you read, do you? Um, a lot of it. A lot of stuff you kind of go, well, that's that's interesting to... But what, we talked about this. What about Noah's Ark? What about it? Well, you know, you said you believed it because it's in book form. But uh, according to that, uh, didn't he get two of every species on a big boat? But we, But we know that's impossible, don't we? Um, depends where he was. If he was above a zoo, there would have been a lot of different stuff knocking about. That's my only problem a with that. A zoo hasn't got, hasn't got 1% of all animal species. No, but they've got more. What I'm saying is, where was he floating where he could get an elephant, a giraffe, a cat, a dog, a gerbil? Where were all these things floating about? Well, exactly. Right, that's, these, that's these Old Testament downfall. zoos, they were quite Yeah, quite yeah but big, exactly, really. but, you're, but you're, you're right, you're questioning it. Let, 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 how is it possible? But I've just said, a zoo. But what are you talking about, a zoo? As I said, there's no zoo that has got 1% of all animal species. Well, I don't know where you got them from then. There's a couple of million species of animal. 
And how did he round these animals up? Because they were drowning, so they were, they were looking for any boat. So they were looking, they were actively seeking out an ark. Well, they, they would have just been looking for anything to get hold of. Yeah, and where did he keep them all? How did he keep them all separate? How did he- At that point- Oh no, the uh, lions at the otter. No, because at that point, it's, it's that thing in it of how you all pull together in a, in a bad situation. talk shit. You all chip in, they're all like, oh god, you know, let's be nice to our neighbours. Right. So they're spiders talking to flies and- Well they, they would have just gone elsewhere, wouldn't they? They would have been on another bit of the boat. The spiders don't have to knock about with the lions just because they're all in it together. They get their own little area, don't they? Well, I don't know. How big is this boat? How it's big, big? It's big. It's a big boat. Hey, how long? What was the warning he got from God to make it? I don't know. It was a couple of weeks. He probably had um, the extreme makeover home edition team. Uh, they they all chipped in. Probably had queer eye for a straight guy helping him out with some of the the, the interior in- design elements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two <laughs> of every species, Carl. How big would this boat have to be? Yeah, it's big. You can't just keep saying it's big, because I know in your mind, you're imagining this ark, there's a boat, with Noah up the front with his wife, two giraffes behind him, they're next there, two elephants, and it just, and, and it's just like, it's just like elephant, giraffe, hippo, dog, cat, weasel, couple of frogs, and a spider talking to a fly going, yeah. let's get on, but when we're off here, you're dead. But what would you have done then? Would you, are you saying that you wouldn't get on there because it's too noisy? It's not a question it's not of what it didn't happen. Done. It didn't happen. To be honest, I'm not bothered. And they got through it, didn't they? <laughs> they got through it. They're here now. We're not short of them. If anything, like I said, he didn't do us a favour because he saved too much. You can't move out there for stuff. <laughs> oh, chimpanzee, that he's running it down again, you fucking. <laughs> That's the jingle for, uh, excerpts from Carl's diary. This is all, uh, legitimate stuff. Ricky and I have had no input in this. This is the first time we get to read it. Went and did some shopping for stuff as it was my turn. Suzanne moaned a bit because I forgot orange juice and bought some cheap toilet paper. She always buys the expensive toilet paper. I don't know why they make toilet paper with pretty patterns on it. <laughs> that made it into the diary. <laughs> uh, up and out at nine o'clock to go to the Cotswolds. Now, I think this was a gift for your girlfriend, wasn't it? For her yeah, birthday, it was a you birthday went to the Cotswolds. Yeah, so I just went for one night. Got the car and headed off. We stopped at a service station to get some breakfast. We had fried toast with an egg on it, one sausage and beans, twice. Cost us £13.85. They sell everything separate, so it seems cheap. At that price, we must have been charged for each bean. <laughs> we found the B&B, but they wouldn't let us in the room because we were early. We went for a walk. <laughs> there was not much around the B&B, so we had a quick walk around the car park. <laughs> <laughs> and went back in. Happy birthday. <laughs> the room was now ready. It's an alright room. Free biscuits, so I ate them straight away. <laughs> like a child. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he runs in, jumps on the bed. No, no. Oh, I'm not, I'm not. Get off the bed. Not on the furniture. <laughs> the room overlooked the car park that we'd already been round. <laughs> <laughs> You're staring at that window. Remember when we went there? <laughs> we'll always have the car park. Oh, yeah. oh God! The room had posh coat hangers in the wardrobe with sponge on them. <laughs> so I ate the sponge. <laughs> Don't think they are needed. <laughs> we went and booked a table for Sunday dinner and went on another walk. There was a field that was there just for birds to live on. We couldn't see any, so we went to the pub. 
Headed back to where we were staying for our dinner, I had beef. It was nice enough, but there was a family of thirteen behind us. I don't see the point in going out in large numbers. They annoyed me. One of the family asked for sorbet before his next course. He was only about eleven. He thought he was it. <laughs> I said to Suzanne, I've had enough and needed a kip. Watch Planet Earth on BBC One. They filmed a panda for four weeks and all it did was sit in its cave. It did nout. If I was fear, I wouldn't name one of my cars after them as it suggests it won't work or go very far. It'd be like bringing out a Ford Sloth. No one would buy it. <laughs> a Ford Sloth. I would love that ad campaign. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, God. The new Vauxhall Slug. <laughs> <laughs> we had a look round the local village. There wasn't much to it. We did the usual thing and had a look round the church graveyard to see how old the dead people are. <laughs> so Suzanne's had a hell of a time so far. She's gone to the Cotswolds, the room wasn't ready, she's seen the car park, an empty field, and they'll let's go and play how old the dead people are. Well, I like the fact that you mentioned we did the usual thing of having a look round the church graveyard. Do you make her do That's that every time you, you go do, away? I like nothing. the fact, I want to know what she did for two hours when you slept. Did she just look? Like, she went to a club, had a whale of a time. <laughs> no, she just looked out at the car park, just like, memories. <laughs> but well, that's, that's what you do, though, isn't it? When you go to these places, there's nothing else, unless you want fudge. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you walk round a church graveyard and, <laughs> and have a look. It's nothing. Fudge. We went home. It took three hours to drive back. People say they go to the country to see the wildlife. I saw rabbits, pheasants, and a fox on the way home. They were all dead in the road. <laughs> Talking, I was just intrigued to know because Rob from Burton on Trent has uh, sent this in, and he wants to know that because he's just started seeing someone, and he wants to know what your advice, Carl, is on how to keep her happy. You know, he's just started a relationship with someone. He wants to know what what your advice would be to keep her happy because, you know, I mean, he won't have heard that you took Suzanne on that wonderful trip to the Cotswolds. So, what's your sort of your advice really for someone who's perhaps just started a relationship? I, don't, I, I mean, you've been with Suzanne for what nine years? Ages. Mm. I don't think you should. Um have to go out of your way to please them because then it's not the right person. Mm. I think you should just do what you want and then if they like it then they're the right ones for you. Mm. So don't don't go out of your way too much. I mean I got the posh badge for a birthday. Mm. Uh, that's once a year. Um, rest of the time it's kind of like, you know, I, I, I like weird stuff. I like watching weird stuff and all that. Um, now and again I won't make her watch it. I'll, I'll tape it. Advice. But sometimes <laughs> this is amazing advice. Sometimes you just say, "No, come on, the bloke with the two heads on. I want to watch it live." Uh, <laughs> so give and take is what you're saying there. That's all. It's, it's, it shouldn't be hard. As soon as it's hard, it's not right. So just uh, just go about your business. See if she joins in. Brilliant. Another quote for the book. Woke up to the Commonwealth Games on the radio. Now, what you're making of the Commonwealth Games? Is that something that interests you? Are you a sports fan? Um, I, I'm not really. I mean, Suzanne's, uh, sort of been getting up early, especially to watch it. Um, you know how I feel about a lot of it. Um, it just seems to be sort of wasted. If people are running fast, use it. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just try to beat your own record or someone else's, do something where you don't have to run. If you're a good swimmer, be a lifeguard. 
don't be messing about going up and down. I was swimming recently, I do a lot of swimming, and I've never quite mastered my front crawl. Just never quite nailed the breathing, because it's quite tricky, isn't it? You know, you've yeah. really got to breathe at the right moment. And, um, so I'm in the swimming pool in the local gym, and there's a guy bombing up and down, really doing a great forward stroke. So I, uh, waited till he came up, and sort of went, uh, <laughs> excuse me, mate, um, <clears throat> I was just watching you when you were doing your front crawl. I was really impressed. Could you just watch me? When I do mine, and tell me if I'm going wrong. Why would you go to a man? I know, and that was what I. Th that was the problem. Is only as I was saying it did I realise what it sounded like. I've just been watching you yeah. swimming up and down. I was really and, impressed. And you're both in speedos. <laughs> both in speedos. You know, I'm. I'm got the goggles on. Oh, you got a special, special <laughs> orthopedic. No, no, you know, special um, prescription goggles so that I can see when I'm, when I'm swimming. How so, much um, were they? Quite, oh, quite pricey. But why do you need them? There's nothing in a pool to look at. It's not like you're scuba diving. There's well, nothing. Well, just... clearly there is something to look at in a pool. Well, no, I wasn't. I wasn't checking. Well, I was checking him out, but I was checking him out for for swimming tips. And he just mm. looked at me when I asked him, "Can you just watch me and offer me any tips?" And he just See, looked at me like I was just that's mental. A, that is a, such a strange thing to say. Can you just watch? I don't know how you had the nerve to do that. Well, I, it was innocently motivated. Well, I know it's innocent, but what a strange thing to go up to someone. But what with the civilization we live in, where we can just ask our fellow man to help us out with our forward crawl? But we're in a society where we can't. But you know that it's a strange thing to say. But, I, but sometimes it's nice to just think, no. Do you know what? I'm not going to fall into the trap of I thinking agree. he's immediately going to think I'm gay or well, that I'm chatting him out. I'm just going to ask him to do me a favour. There's nothing wrong with that. What if he said, yeah, it's good, yeah. Um, do you mind coming at me with um, my plastering? You'd have said, no, I can't. But it's not the same. He's in the swimming pool. He's yeah. there in the pool. He's swimming up and down. He's, you know, yeah. it's not no skin off his nose to just offer a bit of kindly advice. If your car's broken down in the in the middle of nowhere and someone drives by, you know, it's a generous thing to do. Just stop and maybe look under the bonnet and help them out. I agree, but I don't see how it's any different. Yeah. You know, all, and in the end, he did, and all he asked was that I wake him off. <laughs> 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 no, he didn't. I'm joking. <laughs> That's the jingle for Rockbusters, um, a quiz which I don't think anyone enjoys. I mean, Carl doesn't enjoy writing them, we don't enjoy listening to them, the listeners from the emails are just not interested, so don't know why we bother. But anyway, right. here we go. Last week's clues, go. Uh, the first one, it's, it's a uh, cryptic clue, just in case. No, the stop saying cryptic, because they're not cryptic. cryptic. Clue with initials of an artist or a band. Mm. You work it out, you know, you send in the answers. Mm. Right, the first one, the initials were SC, right? Um, and the cryptic clue was, uh, I went into the restaurant on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Mm. The fella making the food, he was, he was there each time. Okay. Right? So you gotta think about it, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, just tell us uh, the answer. What is he? He's, he's, not, he's a cook, isn't he, if he's making the food yeah. and that. Mm. He was there on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's the, mm. it's the same, same cook. Right? Yeah, yeah. So what have you got there? Same cook. Same cook. Sam Cook. Sam you cook. said same cook. Yeah, but if I went, I, I, well, the way I look at it is, if someone went, if I worked in a record shop. The way you shop, look at it is, if it, I you in get a close shop, you can someone and came just in, say so it. have you got Sam Cook? I'd go, yeah, sure, he's in the jazz section or whatever. Right, the second one. Bollocks, that is bollocks, that That's one. Go, in, go into that woman's store and rip her off, right? So what's a store? Shop. Right? If you're ripping someone off, what are you doing? Stealing. Uh, another way of. Conning. Right, okay. And what, what, what is it? It's a shop, it's a woman, so what, what am I saying? What's the initial? C. Con shop. Right. It's, it's a woman. 
Corner shop. Corner shop. There corner you go. shop. So Steve worked that one out. Well done there. Um, the last one. Uh, I'm stand. You've had a go at laying down a track, but yeah. it ain't perfect. Go on then. Mm. What's that? So a track yeah, is- Yeah, what's the initial? E. Okay. So you've had a go at laying down this track. Yeah. So when you're laying down a track, it's like a- it's a- it's a mix, isn't it? Yeah. You've had a go at doing it. You've just- just, you know, it ain't perfect. Yeah. So you could say it's a- what's another word for not perfect? It's a bit of a- it's a bit of a- oh. Shit. Bit of a like- that's a bit rough, isn't it? It's a bit- bit of a rough mix. It's your- your rough mix. Your rough mix. Your rough mix. I've, I've never heard of that band. <laughs> That's not a band. Annie Lennox, isn't it? Your rough mix. So, uh, your Candice, rough mix. Candice Morris I, in, in London, uh, got them. I really don't know what to say. So, uh, signed picture off You're to right. her. I, well, I feel embarrassed that we, that we're still doing okay, it. Okay, this, okay. Yeah, well, we're, we're jacking it in a bit. Should we just yeah. not, let's, should we just not mention it again like it never happened? Well, let's do monkey news next week. No, we're not doing monkey news. There's nothing going on in monkey, I'd be doing it if there was monkey news going on. It's not going on. We can't do it. Rockbusters has to fill the gap. Are we doing this week's? Hurry up. CK. Depressing. Oh God, we got this week's to come. I thought Fuck this was me. over. CK. Fucking hell. Do you know the, uh, the songs that you sing at Christmas? That bloke who sings them is, is brilliant at it. Right? CK. Second one. MG. I told the homosexual man that oh. the grape tree was mine. What? I told the homosexual man that the grape tree was mine. And what's the initials? MG. Right? Okay. Bit of an easy one. And, uh, I asked you, if you believe in Father Christmas, right, what would you say if I asked you? The initial is S. Is that specifically Ricky? Um, we might as well keep it as, as Ricky, yeah. I asked you if, if you believe in Father Christmas, what would you say? So have they got, is there any prior knowledge? Do they have to guess what I'd say? Well, they'd know, it's obvious what you'd say about it. Oh, this uh, is so bad. So... It's, emba it's an embarrassment, this. Yeah. So it's a little quiz, leave them thinking with that for the, for the next week. Right, what are you going to learn about next in? week? Podcast at rickagevace.com, just send them in. Embarrassing. Don't bother, if they're shit. Right. Well, that's about it for another week. Um, it's the end of number five, number six next week. Um, keep coming to rickygervais.com. Uh, that way keep you abreast of things that are going on. We've made a little video, haven't we, Carl? That we might pop up there. And, uh, we've had a few emails about the old shows. People came into them late in the season. Well, you can now get all 12 episodes of the first season, uh, on iTunes. And I think that's a, a two or three quid in England or um, five dollars or so, I'm not sure. But you can get those now, all twelve. So, uh, for me, Vicky Gervais, goodbye. From Steve Merchant. Goodbye. And from Carl Pilkington. Right. Audible hopes you've enjoyed this programme.